everyone, this is Jay from Revolution Radio, and uh, so I just wanted to talk about the Trump-Biden-Ukraine situation, and um, maybe catch everyone up, or get us to a situation where we can finally start moving forward. As I don't know if you guys have seen, I try not to cover this every day, but I have done it in a manner where we did one on just whistleblowers then we did one just on what biden did then you know we're just doing piece by piece because there's so much to it and the news will talk about it for hours on end and they're just repeating the same talking points and there's really no point so i wanted to do it where i'm simply just little broken down pieces where it's not too much at once and doesn't get to be overwhelming or too annoying honestly so here's where we're at let's start with trump so looking into these and researching them as i have it appears that trump's first motive when talking to Zelensky was to get information about the dnc and the democrats actually sabotaging his election in 2016 and then going after him now if that were it and that was all of it, this would be an open and shut case. Trump uh, would be fine. Um, but that's not it. And that, that, that starts with the issue. He then also asks, and you can't, I, I want to I, I preface this with saying, you can't omit this just because it was a secondary inquiry. He still asked to get information about Joe Biden. And that's a problem. Namely, because at the moment, Joe Biden is the front runner for the Democrats. Now, I don't think that'll last. And I truly believe that Trump was just, it was kind of a, an insurance kind of thing. Uh, I'll just have some information on him if it gets to that point. But I, I also truly think that everyone... Who knows politics knows that Biden will most likely not be the representative for the Democrats. But whatever. So, the other issue with what Trump did was that there was no investigation into Biden. If there had been a formal investigation into Biden, then that would have been fine. Even for him to open up his own investigation or a separate investigation or include others in on an investigation or you know or what they what they often do where they will do a joint investigation into the 2016 election but he didn't do any of that he didn't let hardly anyone know um he had uh Zelensky the president of Ukraine contact Bar, which is fine, but then also Rudy Giuliani. And now we start getting into this, I would say, kind of Jenga effect where things just start toppling down. There's a few things that people aren't even talking about. I don't know if you guys have seen on Fox News or, you know, um, even I believe Rudy did CNN, but it doesn't matter. But you can often see Judy. Rudy, <laughs> Judy, Rudy waving his hand around with his phone in his hand saying, I got the receipts right here. 
And no one has stopped to said, yeah, that's illegal. That's not a secured phone. You're not supposed to have that information on your phone. Yeah, problem right there. The other problem is, is that nobody is stepping up to say, yes, we allowed Rudy Giuliani to be a re representative of the United States in an investigation. Not at all. So it does create this effect that looks like Trump was doing some kind of back-channel investigation or dirt-digging or what have you, because there was nothing on paper. Now, some of us would, would say, of course you need all that. But President Trump doesn't really understand the finer points of politics, or really the finer points of many things. Um, so that right there is a problem. The fact that many of these phone calls that he had were stored on a private server and were stashed away. Another huge problem. Remember the emails that Trump's currently yelling at? Yeah. That was all about a private server. So Trump's done that and beyond. So the final question, I guess, is, is, is he impeachable on these? Yes. Yes, he is. Um, without a doubt. Do I think that's what is the best case moving forward? No, not at all. Um, there is so much other corruption that reaches just mammoth states of government inefficiency and, and corruption and argues the reason for getting money out of politics all of these things way easier cases by the way but the problem is and why the democrats won't push those is because they actually agree with what he's doing in these other situations and by that i mean taking money from the uae from saudi arabia making uh basically turning our troops into saudi arabia's mercenary group and it'll just hire us. Um, not to mention Saudis paying him over $200,000. Uh, there's so many sketchy things about this president. That this is one that I think, like, yeah, okay, it's technically impeachable. But you really have to work at it. Why not bring up ZTE? Why not bring up where we have clear-cut examples of him taking money and then helping out another country? Again, it's because it would set a precedent. And then any time a Democrat president does the exact same thing, we would say, well, look, that's that's what they did. So based on that, though, let's also go back to setting a precedent. And the last time we had a, a president impeached, and that was Bill Clinton. I'll give you a gold star if you can tell me where that investigated started. Where did any of that start with Bill Clinton? That investigation started on a, a real estate deal that he made, which, by the way, he was completely cleared of. And it wound itself all the way down to a staffer giving him oral sex, or an intern. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so think about that. If you're on the right and you're either going after Trump for nothing, think about that. Think about what they did to Clinton. Think about the committees, the oversight committee that held meetings every day in Obama's administration. This is just part of politics, and honestly, I'm tired of it.
I think this is awful. But we're not going to stop at Trump. We're not going to stop. And I'll tell you why. Because whoever our next president is, if it's a Democrat, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans will go after them just the same. If if we say, you know, we're fine. Let's not, let's not continue with Trump. We'll let this go. They'll continue. They don't have a problem with it. They argue all day. Oh, well, with all this stuff interfering with the president, we're not getting anything done. Yeah, what did the Republicans do for eight years? They basically just boycotted legislation. That's what they did. Uh, Ted Cruz famously just went and filibustered all day. Should have been a shitty job, by the way. But now let's talk a look at Biden. Because Biden, by all stretch of the means, is not innocent in this at all. Um, but to what extent? So, there's so many conflicting reports. Now, this all comes down because Biden's son, Hunter, was working for a company called Burisma Holding. And they were a fuel company. They paid Biden's son $50,000 a month to sit on a board. Now, Hunter Biden has no experience in fossil fuels, so why was he there? Well, we all know why. It happens all the time in politics. It's not cool, but that's what happens. Look at Meghan McCain on The View. Should she really be on The View? No. Um, So that's how he got this job. Well, there's a prosecutor, Luchinsky, in Ukraine. He started looking into Burisma Holdings because he thought there was corruption there. He apparently found nothing. But in this same time frame, He was not finding corruption on many things. So Biden, as well as most of the Western world, wanted him out of that position as prosecutor for Ukraine. And they put a lot of pressure on the Ukraine government to remove him. And he was. Now here's where things get a little, I don't know, murky. There are some, I don't know, Uh, Let's just say there's some data that confirms that Obama and Biden actually wanted the new prosecutor to reopen the the case and investigate all of Lushinsky's prior investigations, including Burisma Holdings. Now, if that's true and there's exact proof of that, fantastic. But I've heard to the other extent as well that well after this pros- the, the first prosecutor was fired, the second prosecutor was invited to the Biden's home at the Hampton. They met, they talked, they had a good time. I don't know. Both of those situations though seem to be true. Which one works, which one doesn't. So it's really hard to peg on Biden if it's if what he did was illegal, unethical, a hundred percent. 100%. Again, it makes the case that why we should take money out of politics. It's that right there. So at the end of the day, we also had Biden staffers getting a hold of people like Fox News and CNN asking them not to platform Rudy Giuliani. Which also seems weird. I know it's probably going to hurt their candidate a little bit. Maybe, but Rudy Giuliani is a walking time bomb. And if anything, that just takes away from 
Giuliani's credibility. At least one would think, unless there was something there. Now, it's really hard to say on this one. I, I think if there is a God, <laughs> they're going to find corruption on both of them. And we'll be done with both of them. And yes, throw in Hillary Clinton as well. But anyway, this is kind of where we're at. And we'll see, moving forward, how things turn out. Again, there is there's a lot on both sides. That both of them are, at best, at best, acting unethically. Anyway, I'm curious about your thoughts on everything. Um, J. Dillon on Facebook, J-A-Y-D-Y-L. D-Y-L-A-N. On Twitter, it's J.C. Show VIP. Uh, the YouTube channel is Community of Ideas. On Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, it's Revolution Radio, or Zach Dillon, Z-A-K-K-D-I-L-L-O-N. Anyway, I really look forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good evening.